0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Chat. It is Tuesday, October 10th. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna show you this really quick, this cup. It's really beautiful. Uh, it's got a top that keeps, it, keeps the coffee hot. That's wonderful. Or the tea, or the tea. And there's a saying on it, which actually is on the top of the cup. So I'm going to read it to you. First of all, on the outside it says, "You're an amazing woman." Well, thank you so much. Don't always feel that way some days, but and so it's a passage around the top of the cup from Proverbs 31:29. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Beautiful. Beautiful sent- sentiment. first cup of coffee. Okay, this beautiful cup, amazing woman cup. Dear Dr. Jane, with much gratitude for everything that you do, wishing you abundant blessings today and always in Jesus' name from, and it's okay to use my name, she said, from Suzanne Harris Adams. Thank you, Suzanne Harris Adams. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. What a wonderful way to drink coffee in the morning. And for me, a little bit of tea in the afternoon. I want to make special mention of something that was really cute. You know, I do get um, cards. I get letters from people. I get uh, the the cups as well and sometimes other gifts. But I also get uh, legal defense fund money. You know, I just want to let you guys know if, if you are... Uh, interested in helping uh, with my legal defense fund in this attack on medical free speech by Robert Malone who's suing me for a ridiculous $25 million. Can you imagine? How much has he been butthurt for $25 million? It's one sensitive butt because it doesn't meet the threshold of defamation. But um, this is from, I'm not going to say her last name, because I'm going to protect you, but I'm going to say her first name. Um, Shonda sent me this, um, she sent me a a wonderful donation to the Legal Defense Fund and a post-it note that said, (laughs) and all it said was attached to the check. And this is worth a mention. Squash Malone like the roach he is. I thank God for you. Well, thank you, Shonda. I thank God for you too. And for those of you who have contributed or want to contribute or have been following it, uh, first of all, special shout out. Uh, I don't want to mention their names in the, I want to protect people, but there are two women in particular that, um, have been incredibly instrumental in creating those graphics. You see the give send to go the red background with Malone's tweet saying the purpose of these lawsuits is to chill free speech. Uh, he just lost his case against the Washington Post. Summarily dismissed. Judge didn't even wait for hearing. So, fingers crossed. Anyway, uh, those two women were wonderful, and they helped get you know stimulate the crowdfunding. They created those logos. There's a new one I've put out a couple times. So I got to get that out more. That one of them just redid. She's a graphics artist genius. Okay. Um, I just wanted to give you, if you don't go to the website, the give send go, we have crowdfunded about $60,000. That's a lot of love. And I thank you so much for it. We've already gone through half of it and we haven't even gotten to the hearing yet. And by the way, not blowing through it because it's, you know, like it's not our money or something. Um, retainers, documents, he can consi- he Malone himself persists. And, um, so it, 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 it does require a defense, even for innocent people, does require a lot. Okay, give, send, forward slash protect Dr. Jane. And protect your ability to ask a scientific person a question that he or she doesn't like and not get sued for it. Okay, um, what I really wanna talk about, it's really front and center on my mind, I'm very concerned, is the way Americans have not learned anything. Remember the coffee chat from Saturday on the ocean. Please, you know, feel free to go back and, and listen to that one. My big question was, what have we learned? That's a question for you. That's a that's a rhetorical question for you. What have you say to yourself, what have I learned? In January of 2020. I was doing this, that and the other thing, didn't even know what was coming. But then I went through the last three years and the news and the propaganda and the shots and the mandates and who lost their job and who quit and who died and who took their fourth booster and won't talk to me anymore and all that. And so it begs the question, what have you learned? Turn it to yourself, what have I learned? If you've learned things, but you're not going to apply them the next time that situation comes about, you're, you have, it's as good as not learning. It's kind of sticky this morning in Florida. I know, I shouldn't complain, because I know it's starting to get crisp up where a lot of you are in the north. Um, what have you, what, what, you say to yourself, what have I learned, and am I, applying it if i learned it to the point where the next time things something rolls around similarly i'm going to react differently because if i've learned something i'm probably going to be doing something differently and then along comes along comes news reports and videos of Israel and Hamas and miraculously how with the world's most surveilled uh, high high level of technological intelligence and surveillance and believe me I might not know that or believe it if in 2019 I didn't go to Israel for almost a month on a very dedicated fact Border security fact-finding mission. So, what does that mean, Dr. Jane? Well, it means that I didn't just, you know, you know, go to, you know, the the, uh, the sites, you know, and have a falafel. Okay. These were Jews, Christian, mostly Christians actually. It was a Christian run trip. Um, we did go to a lot of the major sites because some people hadn't been there before. But we also went to places that tourists will never be able to go, because we were led by a security security experts. Uh, and one of those places I want you to know was on the Gaza border. It was a kind of a secret crossing, not so secret when you got there, because you know we went, we were guarded, we were cleared, and it was a, it was on the border, and it was like a container factory. So there were these giant concrete sort walls with sliding, you know, the doors would slide. And you walk in, it's open, open to the air, open air. And and there are supplies and water and food and light bulbs. And, and, and so we learned that that checkpoint was, you know, to exchange resources or, provide, I, I can't remember all of it. I'd have to go back and look at my notes. I have tons of pictures. I was with Laura Loomer. She was on that trip for about half the trip because she, her, um, she had a family wedding that was in the Caribbean, like a destination wedding from her family in the United States. And so she left early to go you know, down to the wedding. Um, but I remember it like it was yesterday. We were not supposed to take pictures inside we did take a few pictures in the in inside the compound, but in the outside areas, and I learned a lot. And I, we had lots of presentations and lectures throughout. Uh, we we you know like one particular day we're sitting in this like terraced garden, right on the Sea of Galilee, right, and but yet there were interesting historical people. Danny Terza was our bus driver. I didn't know who he was either. Until the last day when we all hugged and said goodbye, Danny Tirza was the genius who actually developed high tech border security walls. You know, build that wall, he's your guy. Uh, Particularly his work was the West Bank. He probably did work for the the Gaza borders too, but it, it was the West Bank. And we were learning border security we were learning double perimeters you know thing technical things it wasn't like you know you're you're pro israel or you're pro gaza you know there were there were there were jewish israelis that were our tour guides who would go on and on and on with their political views and they were all like you know anti their own government and yes we are occupying and yes we have palestinian friends and we don't want so it was a very interesting mix so it was not about that the trip was to learn about these securities. Now did we learn like experts? No, of course not. I mean there were some grandmas on the trip. Um, but the point of telling you that is that you really get you get a good sense for their surveillance capability and their security. And right right down to every airplane that lands because like, like at the border, mean, Gaza, you could just throw a stone and hit a plane landing. So that's why they have to have such intense security. But we learned that it was just, and and that's probably, obviously that's all they would share with us, and that was a lot. There was much more than what they shared. So what I'm saying is, you really want me to believe that 4,000 rockets and several hundred terrorists got through? and had enough time to rape 300 people, beat them, grab a bunch of them, and throw them on a truck and drive them back to Gaza. Yeah, I saw the same films. I'm not saying they're lying. I'm not saying they were fake. I'm saying it could be a mix of fake and real. So then I've always taught you to ask yourself, why now, why this? Why would this be happening now? Okay. Obviously they want to distract you from a lot of stuff. They could be embellishing. I don't know if it's true or not. So don't jump all over me in these comments. Okay. Cause you don't, a lot of you don't listen. You don't listen. When I say something that's a matter of fact, or I say so-and-so reported yesterday, I sometimes get these comments. Uh, Well, you know, you're this and you're that. And I, I figure it out from the reference to the comment. And it makes me think, no, dude, you didn't listen to what I said. You got it all twisted. And you got your panties up against me. You know, just try to listen. Good things happen to those who listen. Take your time. Think about it. I always told the story, you know, in graduate school, I had to really listen, okay? This is life and death stuff. But I was, I sat in the front row, so I didn't get distracted or miss anything, and I had my tape recorder. I would tape the lecture. they go really fast, because they don't, they didn't care. Say, hey, you're in, it was in the medical school at the University of Rochester, and we took our coursework with the medical students. So it was intense, it was complex, and it was fast. You didn't get it, tough tooties. So I would go home, this was my method, and I would get my note, because I'm taking notes in class. Then I get home and I play the tape again. I'm gonna get a quiet moment the next day, and I go through my notes and I add, I fill in. Maybe it was worse than just missing something the professor said. Sometimes I wrote it dyslexically opposite. Sometimes I missed the critical point because your brain is doing okay. So listen, pay close attention, hold the emotion. I better hear that again. What did she say? Let me read that again. Didn't say that these things aren't happening. I think it's a combination of staging in some places to embellish and people let in and allowed under a plan to do what they did, they've done. They need you to go, oh my God, oh my God, they're beating that child's head. Could be, could be a doll. Why are you so suspicious, Jane? Well, gee, I don't know. After the United States of America, I would say that Israel is either a close second or maybe even number one in, mass genocide operation, selling your soul to pharmaceutical industry, poisoning, mandating, requiring. They couldn't even go into restaurants in Israel. They couldn't go into grocery stores (coughs) without their, they called it the Green Pass. Remember? Remember? Remember that comedian, George Lopez? Remember? Remember? Yeah, you remember that? They are so shot up. And I just reposted some information that I found this morning from someone in Israel who said a giant, you know, a giant unmarked, like it looks like a 747, but more, more up to date, more modern. Like not a 7.4, probably something else. But anyway, that double-decker unmarked, pulling in, and it was supposedly, according to the report, I have to take everything with a little bit of a grain of salt too. But, but the, the verified part of the report was that 200,000 doses or vials, something, you got we gotta go back and look, of Moderna just landed in Israel. You know, ding, ding, round two, get back in the ring. It's an ongoing mission. It wasn't a one-off. It's an ongoing mission. And it's going to be here too, but what's happening here could be the fomenting of what we've been waiting for that affects the 2024 election, either shutting it down, martial law. See how it's, it's building, it'll build for a month or two. You'll have a few Palestinian, pro-Palestinian protests, you know, around the country. And then and then and then after the maybe the first of the year they'll really ramp those and then you'll say, Whoa, well, I knew a few were going on, so it's normalized. I knew a few were going on, but wow, now it, it's in my downtown, it's in all these gotta be vigilant. Why would that be important? Well, gee. Benjamin Netanyahu, in my personal opinion, this is my opinion. I believe a lot of his people were disgusted with him. They, he was about to face, he had to leave the country, but not before he signed an exclusive, highly redacted contract with Pfizer to sell his nation's souls and genome to the highest bidder. Then he took his money, reportedly a billion dollars, went to his island with his fat wife while his nation suffered and died. A lot of people died. Just like they did here in the United States. And the stats are coming out. And so the, the fourth shot, which I believe is their second or third booster, I'm not sure how it works, okay? But whatever. It's the it's way into the booster world. Their third booster, second booster. After like there are like eight or nine million people reportedly in Israel. What, seven million took the shots? That's huge. Oh, and by the way, he included in there all their medical records without their knowledge or consent, but they're, they were figure, they're figuring that out. So the last round before they bring in this Moderna thing, the last round of the Pfizer, only 700,000 took it. So you're talking about 10%. They lost 90% of that little business. It doesn't matter though, because the material's paid for. You don't think Pfizer's going, oh no, they're going to return it, and we're going to have to give them you know 18 billion dollars back or whatever it was. Oh no, no, that was already that's part of the contract. If you read the the uh, contracts between um, other countries and Pfizer, especially in Europe, as Sasha Latapova reported on very early on when I first started to work with her and interview her. you'll know that the deal was you take possession, you take possession of this amount and you pay up front and there's no return, okay? So he comes back, Netanyahu, and they have a little, you know, they do the gyrations and which parties, they got like a hundred parties and which parties are gonna get in and who's gonna lead, who gets the most votes, and not only is he back in his country, not swinging from a rope. Okay, let's back up. Not under investigation, not in trial for corruption and God knows what else, but they reinstate him. And he's the new prime minister again. And he's in charge. This guy who sold you guys out in Israel and then we'll get the haters, you know, the uh, Israel-Palestine, whatever, you know. Not talking about governments, okay? Just like our government's corrupt, communist, tyrannical, trying to kill us, but we're not. So, you know, let's not do the all people are bad thing. And let's not do the let's not confabulate governments with their people, because their people are victims, okay? Okay. But I what I wanted to say about that, he's back. And look at the timing, because they were just about to probably rip his head off in the next six to 12 months, when they really get it, when that 90% that didn't belly up this time, and when those Moderna shots fall flat at the airport, they were about to turn their gaze, put the pieces together, say, you, Netanyahu, you did this to us. You actually did this to your own people. You're not going any farther. But we need a crisis. We need a crisis. We need four thousand rockets to come over into southern Israel. And you know what? Let Hezbollah nail. You know they they live up in Lebanon and then to the north of Israel. Let them lob a few, and let's get some evacuations going and get some you know some fear and excitement and terror going at both ends, and then, of course, in Central. At Central, they hit Tel Aviv. They, they threw a couple. So, forgive me if I don't jump on the Jim Jordan, we got to help Israel. we got to send the billions there. Let's cut Ukraine in half. We've got to stand by Israel. The Bible doesn't say stand by an Israeli government that's corrupted that's filthy like our government, that's already demonstrated that it's killing its people and that it's damaged the genome of the house of Israel forever. Oh no, that's not what the the Bible says. So I don't have any reservations about saying, step back, this Israel, Islam, PSYOP, because when you step back, when you don't bite on it, when you don't, as a people, as a group, as many people as possible, it slows it down if you haven't noticed. And sometimes, in some cases, it can stop it. So it's important that you understand that this is a psychological operation on your mind. That, of course, it's, it's like controlled up. Some of it's real, some of it's good, information, you know, real, and and then woven in is the fake stuff or the negative stuff. Pay close attention to who says, we got to help Israel. It's going to be in two camps, probably not elected officials, probably, probably everyday people like you and me, and they're just ignorant and they don't understand what I'm trying to educate you on or they're part of it. They're incentivized. They're part of our deep state, you know, because that's all one, you know, and this was, I believe, set in motion as part of a bigger plan. You're gonna see more stuff. Um, I actually saw, I'm not sure how verified this is. I actually saw pictures. You know, the woman who, uh, if you didn't catch it, it was horrific. Half naked, face down, looking dead on the back of a pickup truck, and these guys had their ankles, their legs over her, interestingly, so she didn't tumble out. Uh, and you you could kind of, you know, her legs were kind of twisted, but remember that everything can be created and staged. Uh, and, and it looked like, you know, it looked like I, she was supposedly an Israeli, and that she had been captured and killed. This was the story. And they're driving around with their guns, their legs holding her in on the back of the pickup. And you, you know, death to Israel, blah 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 blah. And um, then there were pictures on her Instagram from like hours ago or yesterday or something. And it looked like her, the woman in the truck. So it wasn't like it was from two weeks ago. And it makes you think, like, okay, we know we've been duped before. Remember those pictures of the you know the, the, the dead bodies covered up you know lined up and then somebody arm comes out and he takes a smoke and that's what i'm talking about you know the larping the fake you know the, the staging the theatrical adding in ai now with ai you can you can make you can create anything you can create anything you can smooth the seams it's harder for people to figure out that it was superimposed or you know we've got great technology now I want you to be wise. I want you to be vigilant. I want you to take a step back. Don't get all, be silent in your mind. There's more to come. You know, Get out of the cities when you know there's a protest coming. Go away for a day. The less attention, you get these maybe 50, 100 Antifas calling themselves Palestinian liberation, you know, blah, 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 blah. And nobody shows up. God, that that is the most powerful thing you can do. Look, we will, nobody's a greater fighter than me. We will fight to the death with our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor, our firearms, when the time is right. But don't don't let them goad you into this. Not financially. Don't let your churches and synagogues bullshit you on this. Not emotionally. You got a country to save, my friend. You have a country here. The greatest country on earth. Corrupted, damaged injured as she is she's alive and in many ways she's well keep your eye here don't get involved in this psyop guys i wish you all the best i thank my benefactor suzanne thank you so much for the beautiful cup have a wonderful day I will see you all tomorrow night with a special interview with Brianna uh, Sessipides. She is a Cuban-American Sergeant in the United States Army who was, who's got some interesting in, insight into what went on before. Now that the, the mandates are supposedly over, what's, what's going on currently, And I'm interested to talk to her. She was a colleague of uh, Captain John Frankman, who I interviewed on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show a couple of months ago. So we'll find out what's going on with our own military. Yep, yep. There are no white hats. There is no military in control. They were victimized and damaged just as much as we were, but we got a lot of them on the outside. Follow Dr. Pete Chambers on Telegram for more on that uh, daily, so. I wish you guys all the best, and I will see you tomorrow night on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. Much love, everybody. Hi, everyone. Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on Spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Medical disclaimer.